as a wizard, I go for my mother. Rabbi, we are in the soul. Rabbi, we are in the soul. Rabbi, we are in the soul. Rabbi, we are
is okay. Check, check your side and let's see. Is the music louder than my voice? Is the music louder than my voice? Okay, so that is beautiful. God bless everybody and may the Lord favor you all in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Um, I would like you to do a favor even for me. 
Tap on the share button right now and share the link. Please share the link quickly. Share the link by inviting a brother. Share the link by inviting a sister. My God. Tap on the share button right now. Begin to share the link. Begin to share the link quickly. Invite somebody right now. Let's have a very beautiful time in the presence of the Lord. I believe if it be that the Lord, through His wisdom, has a purpose even for our gathering. And I pray that whatever it is that you are believing God for, before we close this service today, I pray that may the Lord honor you with a miracle and may God honor you with a testimony the mighty name of Jesus. I decree and declare that before the service come to an end, among the people testifying, you be among those who testify as well. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. You will be among those who be testifying God has a word for you and that word is for your lifting I strongly believe so much that the word that the Lord has for you this month is a word that will take you even to your place of safety to your place of deliverance to your place of favor and to your place of restoration Hallelujah. So one of the things I want you to believe this um, month is that we will be combining two things together. We'll be combining the word of God. We'll be combining prayer. We'll be combining fasting. And we'll be combining a, we will add in the, the prophetic. I don't know whether you get it. So these are the two elements in the kingdom we want to employ this month even for our lifting. Hallelujah. Yesterday I got a lot of testimonies. Uh, nowadays because uh, the phone I normally receive the chat on. I don't normally take it alongside with me. Uh, when I receive the testimony it comes as an oversight. I don't know whether you get it. Yes. And indeed, God is doing amazingly on people's life. And um, my, my schedules have changed a little bit. And because my schedules have changed, um, one of the things I want you to understand is that if I'm not posting testimonies on the page, it does not mean God is not doing something. Hallelujah. Just that um, my schedules have changed. Even nowadays, I've not been able to say hi to you people on the page but the Lord will help us and the Lord will favor us by the grace of God somebody called me yesterday and another one sent me a text message yesterday and it was amazing when I heard what God was doing I was like thank you Jesus you know somebody have been believing God even for a certain job in the United States of America. The first one bounced, 
and he never knew the first one was Obaus. We kept on praying, we kept on praying and believing God for She kept on joining. She said that when she gets to America, she will call the Lord in glory. I said, ah. <laughs> she herself will call and give God all the glory. By the grace of God, she has gotten a job, a job that will offer her a house. A car, you don't care what I'm trying to say. A job, I don't even know how to say the testimony. I I wish uh, she herself would say that testimony. By the grace of God, she has gotten a job that the job would give her a car, a house, um, resident permit is all part. It, it's it is a total package by the grace of God, and the Lord indeed have done it. Hallelujah. Uh, I got a message about the 50 days direction of the white handkerchief by the grace of God. Somebody was believing God for a financial breakthrough, and I tell you, the Lord indeed has done it. The Lord touched somebody, he wrote his name on that. Um, white handkerchief and the law the person released a certain huge amount she will never forget for some while now she has not received such amount in in her wallet but by the grace of god the lord indeed have done it and we give god the glory and i pray i pray in the mighty name of jesus that you'll be the next person to testify You'll be the next one God would do amazingly in your life. I'm telling you, you are the next person to say, indeed, God have done it. Oh, yeah. I said, you are the next person to say, God has done it. And we, we, we want to thank God even for what he's doing. Shalom once again. God bless you. Akosia Fragrance. God bless you. Aaron, God bless you. Romki, God bless you. Equia B, God bless you. Babi, God bless you. Ella B, God bless you. Madi, God bless you. Wendy Gold, the Lord bless you. Delight, the Lord bless you. Nana, Abna, Abduma, God bless you. Mommy Vivian, the Lord bless you. Mrs. Teresa, God bless you. Ella B, God bless you. Joyce, God bless you. Um, if you are here, let me know. God bless everyone. Dossi, God bless you. In fact, in everyone that is here, may the Lord bless you and may the Lord favor you in Jesus' mighty name. I pray for upliftment and increase in your life. Hallelujah. Because, Kushia, the Lord bless you because by the grace of God um, we've entered oh Josh Josh God bless you okay. uh, I couldn't make time for us to talk but bless you God bless you blessing God bless you um, one of the things I want you to understand is that our times have changed on both being, both, please listen to this announcement very well. 
timing have changed because we have entered into three hours okay the mornings i will start as early as seven is that clear in the morning i will start as early as 7 p.m because it, it is three hours when i start at seven i will definitely close at eight is that clear when i start at seven i will close by ten in the afternoons when i start by three o'clock i will close exactly 6 p.m so you can see the timings how it has been lengthened for us so i beg you note the timing i just said when we are coming let's come early and let's have a good time by the grace of God. Amen. Let's pray. Father, oh, wait. How was your night? Let me ask your night. Some of you, you really slept well because of where you slept. How was your night? I was at Amphubeko Low Batteries. I told the battery, Neda. This day, church, let's investigate this issue. Is everything okay? Or you, you have a beef? I think the sister has a beef with somebody. And now, that is why I perceive. Uh, you are happy about the timing. This one, it will be beef. Yeah. It will be beef. It will be beef. But we thank God that and the three hours oh by the grace of god i'm happy because of the three hours i can relax preach to you from my heart pray for you and really prophesy to you without rushing i don't know whether you get it that is my joy now it means that i will not be doing you know that kind of short, 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 short. When I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. And I pray for you, then we move to the next person. If God speaks to me by the grace of God. Is that clear? So that is my joy here. That I, I can get time to really minister on both me. And because of that, Charlie, I beg you. These things are things I shouldn't ever say on this platform. There are times... You can just say that, man of God, this week, your bundle, I want to help you with something. It's very important. Do you know that this month we have entered a new month by that? Zoom will be coming up. I don't know whether you get it. We have entered a new month. Zoom will be coming up because of the three hours and those styles. 
sometimes it has to just dawn on you that it is network service that we do and we will need a lot of bandwidth. Sometimes let it just touch your heart and you say, man of God, I want to take care of the bundle even for you. You, you know, every week I will support you with this to help support with bundles because the bundle alone, when I keep adding the burden to it, it is too much. Hallelujah. So let's 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 just not let's just not that. I think is that clear? Is that clear? Okay. So how many of you slept in your house? Please don't raise up. I want those who didn't sleep in their house today. I want to prophesy to them. All those who didn't sleep in their house. Henrietta, you didn't sleep in your house. Yes, I want to pray for them. Mamiya didn't sleep in the house. Okay. Mamiya, please, where did you sleep yesterday? Blessing two didn't sleep in the house. Blessing, where did you sleep yesterday, church? Today we want to know all the away people. How they went to away without letting everybody know. Yes, let's go. You slept at the workplace. Okay, you. Which work is that? Somebody said, Blessing also said work. Okay, so which work is that? Oh, no, 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 no. I want to give a certain prophecy. That is, I saw a vision right now. That is why. I saw a place in the realm of the spirit. And I saw that a spirit came to visit somebody in a particular good. I want the hotel one. Great. I want the hotel one. I saw in the realm of the spirit that a certain spirit came to visit somebody on a particular place. And I saw that when that spirit was coming, I saw the spirit came and oh, I'm asking a simple question. Did you wear anything that has to be a white top and a black skirt? Did you wear anything that has to do a white top and a black skirt? Or a black jean? Let me know. Did you wear white and black? Let me know. Did you wear anything that has to do with white and black? Hey, can you hear me? It is all white. Top. It is it up and down. Okay. Then I have to pray for you. I have to pray for you. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Okay, I see. I see. Father, I release your covering upon your daughter. Any spirit that entered into that hotel to do something there and saw you and want to do evil against you, I come against it in Jesus' mighty name. I pray that may you be preserved. 
May the protection of the Lord be with you. Do not be touched by the enemy. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay? So you have to pray as well. I'm what to use wisdom. You experienced a battle a day before yesterday. Was fighting with the spirit. And a spirit came there. A spirit came there. Even to do harm to you. But when the spirit came there, it was an angel that was standing in front of a certain counter. That counter has a wooden structure. It looks like a reception place. It has a wooden counter. That is where the angel of the Lord was standing. In front of the counter, at the immediate uh, right of the counter, there is a door that leads to a place I don't know. And I saw that the angel was standing in between the counter and the gate. And the Lord spoke to me that this is how the enemy was coming to strike you. But the Lord sent his angel to come and protect you. Okay? You will not be touched. You will not be touched at all. The Lord, through his wisdom, will protect you. The Lord, through his wisdom, will protect you. Evil will not happen to you. I said, evil will not happen to you. You are preserved. You are preserved. You are preserved. And you are preserved. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, let me pray for blessing Ghana Army. Blessing, I pray for you that may the covering of God be with you as well. I pray that may God release strength and protection even upon your life. That the job that you are doing, the Lord will continually protect you and guide you. Every evil hand that will try to rise against your life, I stand by the power of the Holy Spirit and I cancel it in the name of Jesus. May God's favor and may God's power even be with you. In Jesus' mighty name, have we prayed. Amen. Is there any away person here as well? Some of the away is not good, so they cannot report themselves. Some of the away. I'm telling you, they, they cannot report themselves. Because how they are way ended, it is only God that knows. Amen. Amen. Please, am I loud and clear? Am I loud and clear? Am I loud and clear? Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Spirit divine, we thank you for the June in the month of June. 
I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit that your grace, your power, your mercy will preserve me. Every evil hand that will rise against my life and any individual in this atmosphere, we stand by your blood and we counter every attacks of the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pray that may God cause even his divine miracles even to occur in our midst. We subdue any power that will try to arise and fight over everything that we are doing here by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The book of Psalm 85, Psalm 85, the verse 1. Psalm 85, the verse 1. If you are there, quickly let's hear the word of the Lord. Psalm 85, the verse 1. Bible said that for the choir director, a son of the sons of Korah, he said, Oh Lord, he said, You showed favor to your land and you restored the captivity of Jacob. Psalm 85, the verse 1. Psalm 85, the verse 1. Psalm 85, the verse 1. The Bible said that, Oh Lord, He said, You showed favor to your land. He said, You restored the captivity of Jacob. Then He said, You set aside all your wrath and turned from your fierce anger. He said, Restore us again, O God, our Savior, and put our away your displeasure towards us. The place I want us to really read and understand is that you showed favor to your land, O Lord, and you restored the fortunes of Jacob. That is the part I want everybody to look at. Number one, the Lord showed them favor. Number two, the Lord restored unto them what they lost. I want to pray for somebody. By the hand of God and by the grace of God, that in the name of Jesus, because this month is a month of favor, I prophesy and I prophesy. May God restore unto you by the instrumentality of favor. May God show you favor in the month of June and restore unto you whatever you have lost in life. I said, may the Lord show you favor and may the Lord restore unto you whatever you've lost in life. I prophesy and I prophesy in the name of Jesus that every favor that must come upon you for divine restoration I prophesy in the name of Jesus that right now may the Lord may the mighty God we serve may he restore everything you've lost in life 
I said, may he restore whatever you've lost. May he restore what the cankerworm lost. May he restore what the caterpillars have eaten. May he restore what the locusts have eaten. May the Lord restore unto you by the power of favor. I said, may the Lord restore unto you by the power of favor. It means that this morning I am actually preaching on something. I have entitled that favor by restoration. Because this month is a month of favor, whatever we will be dealing with will be under favor. So what I want you to understand that favor has a dimension to restore unto you what you've lost. It means that when favor comes upon you, it does not matter what you've lost in life. Favor indeed can compel it to come to pass. The place we read from, according to the Bible, the Bible said, and the Lord favored them. The Lord favored the land and restored unto David his fortunes. If you will not put your name there, me there, I will put my name there. The Bible said that, and the Lord favored the land. And the Lord restored unto David. The Lord restored unto David. The Lord restored unto David his fortunes. It means that when favor comes upon me, favor has the ability to release whatever I have lost. Then, oh God, if you are releasing favor upon my destiny, I beg you, restore that which I have lost to. Restore my money back. Restore people back. Restore every good things I have that I lost. Oh Lord, restore it unto me. Restore. Restore. Because of that, let me talk about divine restoration by favor. Let me talk about divine restoration. When we talk about restoration, restoration is the process of bringing back what you have lost. So in Joel chapter 2, the verse 25, I said when we talk about restoration, restoration simply means is the process of bringing back what you have lost that is restoration it means that this morning something good is about to happen church i said this morning eh, something good is about to happen this morning something good is about to happen It means that God is in the agenda of restoring certain things we've lost. Have you lost money? Have you lost people? Have you lost certain connections? Have you lost certain favor? Have you lost certain promotion? The Lord is about to restore unto you by favor. I said the favor of God is about to restore unto you everything you've lost. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus. So when we talk about restoration, restoration in the one of the in the nutshell is is the process of bringing back what you have been or what has been lost. But before somebody can enter into the realm of restoration, there are things the person must do even before the restoration will come. That is my main teaching this morning. Before somebody can enter into the realm of restoration, there are things the person must do. Are you ready now? Are you ready now? The first thing anybody who wants to enter into the realm of restoration must do is that the person has to understand the power of self-examination and evaluation. The person must understand the power of self-examination and evaluation. When I talk about self-examination and evaluation, I am trying to tell you that the person should be able to sit down and think about his life in order to know what has gone wrong or what has gone, uh, um, uh, um, you know, right. The person should be able to sit down to analyze his life onto a point to know where a mistake or a problem came about. When you look, read the book of Luke chapter 15 from verse 17 to 20. Luke 15. When you read the book of Luke 15, from verse 17 to 20, the Bible talks about the prodigal son. And the Bible says something that actually struck me. Do you know that the prodigal son actually got everything back? Oh. Am I, am I, do I have good students of the Bible? Do you know that the prodigal son actually got everything he restored? Now listen. Before he got the restoration, there is something the guy did which I want us to talk about. Are you ready? Are you ready? In Luke chapter 15, the verse 17, the Bible said, when he came to his sense, this is where the problem is. When he came to his sense, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. Look, 18. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still on a long way off, his father saw him and was filled. His father. So where, where is it? So when he got up, his, when, the verse 20, please bring it up. Let, let's, let's read it well. The verse 20, Abel. Bring it up. Let's, let's, let's bring it and explain. Only the verse 20. So he, he got up and went to his father. Okay, now listen to me. 
We all know the story of the prodigal son. The Bible said that a, a rich man had two sons. And what the Bible was talking about can you hear me can you hear me can you hear me so now listen the rich man had two sons the bible said that one was an elder and the other one was a child the problem is not about the age the problem is about what happened the bible said that one of them took his own property and went and spent the property he lost everything that his father had given to him by wayward living this is how most of us we've even come to into a point in life that most of us we god gave us certain properties that belong to us god gave us certain relationships god gave us certain marriages the lord gave us certain breakthroughs the lord gave us certain connections that was yours but because of careless living most of us we lost that thing that god gave to us the Bible said that the prodigal son was eating even from the bowls of pigs. And as the prodigal son was eating from the bowls of pigs and was thinking every day, one day the prodigal son decided to come back to himself. How did he come back to himself? He came by by the power of self examination and evaluation he stood back to look at his life he said how can a prince live like a pauper how can somebody like me somebody who have gotten to a point that i can even command people to go and get me food at any time now i don't even have anybody to talk to even to lend me even one bit of food and the guy said because i have now seen that i've made a mistake the self-evaluation that i've made by myself i've come to a point by realizing that in this life it is better to go back to the former than to keep going and die in the midst of trying to make it the guy said to himself that because listen to me i have made a mistake but i still have a chance to redeem whatever he he, he that sense came into him by the power of self-examination do you know that in this kingdom nobody can receive restoration in the kingdom if you cannot sit down and be thoughtful I'm telling you, in this kingdom, can I repeat it again? Nobody can receive restoration if you don't understand the aspect of sitting down and to be thoughtful. Do you know that if you have sat down to think, you would have known the reason why you lost that relationship? Do you know that if you are sat down to think, 
you will know the reason why a certain helper for your ministry left. Do you know that if you are sat down to really think about your life, mommy mercy, you would have known the reason why certain things have gone wrong in life. Because nobody can enter into the moment of realizing his mistakes if the person does not understand the power of self-examination. If we don't rise to a point by sitting down to think about our life, to take thought about our life, and to see the reason why certain things are bad, we'll keep misbehaving like things are, 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 are just happening by, 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 by demonic orchestration. But there are many things, it is not being done by demonic orchestration. There are many things done by our own selfish greed and selfish interest and selfish attitude that made these things come to us. If you don't sit down to analyze until you come back to your sense that this is actually what I did for me to lose this. So let me go back to my father so that he can restore unto me. It will be very difficult. Bishop Asari, God bless you. Am I talking to somebody? The guy came to his sense. The guy came back to himself. According to scripture. The guy came back to himself. And the guy said that I have made a mistake. How Do you know that sometimes when you sit down alone and you are thinking about the reason why... You lost certain things. Do you know that you can actually pinpoint the very wrongs that happened around your life that made you lose it? Do you know you can do that? I want to come down and talk to you. I will even rush the message again. Do you know that if you stood down right now and begin to think and begin to think, don't forget that God has the power to hear thoughts and words. Don't forget. God, he has the power to hear thoughts and words. So that is why the Bible said in Ephesians 3.20 that he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think. It means that God can hear your words and God can hear your thoughts. If God can hear our words and God can hear our thoughts, it means that when you begin to think and take thought of your life concerning the happiness around you, you can come to a point of getting an answer to the problem of your life. Do you know that many of us, it's not because you are not beautiful that you cannot marry, but your problem is that you cannot control your mouth when you are angry. Am I talking to somebody? So you will see that most of us, it is not witches that is actually driving the people out. You will see that the reason why I am losing people is not witches. It's because when I get angry, I, don't con- I cannot control my mouth. The things that comes out of my mouth is very heavy. I can't. And because of that, I keep losing people. 
properties. I keep losing good people. I keep losing helpers. I keep, I keep losing my wife, my beloved, my, my husband and those stars. You keep losing things because if you don't take thought, don't always take thought to see that negative side of people. Look at your own life. Although the guy said it is over, but I sit down to check what happened in the relationship. Before the final word, it is over, came. Sit down to think about it. Look at the perception of your life first before you look at the guy's life. See me? If you want to enter into the realm of restoration, this is the first thing you have to do. The power of self-evaluation. Let me give you a scripture. It will shock you. <laughs> Can I give you a scripture? In 2 Corinthians 13, the verse 5. 2 Corinthians 13, the verse 5. Hear the word of the Lord. The Bible said that examine yourself. Whether you are in the faith. It said test yourself. Do you not know yourself that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? The place I want is that examine and test and evaluate. Please, can you get me that, that version with different, different versions you have? 2 Corinthians chapter 13, the verse 5. Quickly. We are talking about the keys to restoration. How many of you are looking for restoration? How many of you are looking for restoration? You want God to restore something in your life. Are you sure? Are you sure? Okay, let's go. 2 Corinthians 13, the verse 5. Every version you have, bring it up. It said, Think carefully about how yourself are living. Think carefully about how you yourself are living. Ask yourself whether you are really believing Christ. Decide certainly about yourself. You ought to know that Jesus Christ is in you. You ought to know this unless you do not really belong to him. What Paul is trying to say, bring me your scripture. Don't worry, bring me your version rather. I want to read all the versions we have concerning that thing. I want you to understand this. Can you hear me at all? I want you to understand this. Because there are many of us, the truth of the matter is that there are many of us, huh? we don't examine ourselves. Do you know that every week, if you were to be somebody conscious of your Christian life, Paul was trying to tell them that they should examine themselves if they are in the faith. It means that Paul was trying to teach them the principle of self-evaluation. Okay, now let me read. N-H-E-B. He said, test your own self. Whether you are in faith, test your own self. Or do you not know as to your own self that Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? Let me read this one. He said, examine, number one, and test and evaluate your own self to see. I like this particular script. It is amplified. He said, examine and test and evaluate your own self to see whether you are holding to your faith or losing the proper fruit of it. Have you seen it? 
Check to see whether you are losing or you are still having it. Check to see. Do you know that every week you have to take thought, every single day, you have to take thought of your life? Even at most three days, every day, sit down and really think about your life. Sit down and really think about your life. Take thought of your life. You will examine, you will test, and you will know that indeed, whether I have lost something or that thing, I still have it. Also, we bring only the, the amplifier. He said, examine and test and evaluate your own selves to see whether you are still holding to your faith. Check it. Look at it. How many of us do we do this? Ask yourself. How many of us do we sit down to really think about our life? How many of, uh, uh, of us do we actually sit down to examine and evaluate our destiny and our life? Have you taken thought of the monies that have come into your hands this week? Have you taken thought of the people you've met as beloveds and wives? Have you taken thought of the people you've talked to this week? Have you examined your own life this week? Have you examined it? Have you sat down to look at whether you are falling or you are still standing? Lady, by now, you should know that you are gradually losing the faith. Oh, yeah. But have you seen that this thing has not clicked into you because you've not taken thought of your life? Have you seen at first you used to pray every single day before you even move outside, you will pray? Have you seen that every time you are about to do, you make God first in it? You read your Bible, you pray. Sometimes you, you, you enter into fasting by yourself. By not, no, no, any pastor, you yourself, you can tell yourself, I'm fasting. Consider that life and consider your life today. When you examine yourself well, by now you should know that you are gradually losing the faith. By now, you should know that you are gradually losing the faith. But you think that you are, you are just doing Christianity with modernism. It is not Christianity with modernism. You are, you are actually backsliding. When was the last time you decided to put your stomach down and say how fast? If not a man of God that said it. When was the last time you opened your Bible and you began to read Paul said that evaluate, examine yourself, test yourself to see whether you are still in the faith. Test it. Make sure you, you come to a point in your life that you will know that indeed I am still in God. My fire of prayer is still intact. The grace of God is still at work in my life. If you don't come to that point, lady, you keep beating about the bush in this Christian kingdom. there is a big problem there is a big problem 
You can sit down and think through your life because human have their wills. The prodigal son, he only realized that he was making a mistake when he came back to himself. My dear, if you don't come back to yourself today, everything is getting backwards. Can't you see? Can't you see because of your lack of your prayerlessness? Can't you see everything about your life is deteriorating? Can't you see everything is about your life is going down? you see you keep losing people can't you see you keep losing money can't you see you keep losing helpers can't you see can't you see i always tell people fatherhood is very important but the truth of the matter is that we don't parade behind fathers to succeed Eh, my my daddy, my papa is papa said, my papa is this. It does not guarantee success. Oh, that's the truth. It does not guarantee success. A father is there to guide, to instruct, to provide. I don't know whether you get it. These are the things we most of us we don't understand. We parade behind great names thinking we can be successful. Judas, God bless you, bro. Judas had the greatest teacher. Still, he failed his assignment. My father is Alpha Hour. My father is Alpha Hour. Hey, Alpha Hour, the God. Please, you don't parade behind big names before you succeed. Forget it. If it is as a result of big names, then the 16 and 32 point K people, by now, all of them would have broken through. All the 62.5 K people watching, by now, all, all of them would have broken through. My, my pastor is Pastor Jerry Eze. <laughs> yes. We don't parade behind big names to succeed. If you want to enter into the realm of uh, um, um, restoration, you need to understand the value of self-examination. Take thought of your own life. Think. Think about your own life. You come to the point by knowing what you are doing right and what you are doing wrong. When we come to the faith, the faith, the boo, 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 boo. When I talk about your faith, I'm talking about your Christian life. You will see that even when we do a, a, a litmus test right now, you will see that most of us, we failed our Christian work. We have failed it. Oh yeah. Do you know you don't pray again? You, you believe in faith, social media than prayer. Because early in the morning, you, the first person you, you, you look at is WhatsApp. He's the first person you will talk to. Hello, WhatsApp. Today to I'm there. Good morning. Say good morning, WhatsApp. After that, we go to Facebook. After that, we, are, we, then we, 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 we will run about all the social medias that we set up to the, our workplace. When you go, and you lose something precious. You turn 
up to say that man of God, I've been in your ministry for so long, but things are not even working properly for me. But you've forgotten that you've not suddenly took time to look at your life to see where you are missing it and where you are making it. You've not stood up to think. It is called the power of thoughtfulness. Can I say this? Many will not rise in the kingdom because they are preoccupied by pain, bitterness, offenses, and will not sit down to examine their life. How many of us actually, daily or weekly, have actually sat down to ask ourselves, why is my life like this? The prodigal son got to a realm that he understood that, ah, why is my life like this? How can I be so broke like this? While in my father's house, even servants are enjoying. I don't even have a place to sleep. In my father's house, servants are even having places to sleep. What kind of nonsense am I doing to myself? They came to realization. He took thought of his own life to see. And he realized that he had made a greatest mistake. So he had to go back. The problem of our generation. Why will God tell us that be still and know? Did you, did, have you read that scripture before? Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Be still and know. Why will God say that? It means that there is a kind of knowledge that comes by stillness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be still and know that I am the Lord. There is a kind of knowledge and wisdom that comes to you when you decide to be still. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know. Be still. Be still. It means that stillness has the knowledge it brings onto a man. Sometimes you get an answer to your problem. I'm telling you. Sometimes sit down quietly and begin to think. Begin to think about your life. Ask yourself questions. Why is the ministry not growing? If I want to know the heart of people, if I want to know why somebody is not coming again, this is the mystery I employ. When I find out and I know it is not my fault, I keep quiet. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. This is one of the secrets. So when I've realized that somebody comes and the person is not coming again, I'll first sit down and ask, Oh Lord, have I done something to somebody? Why? Why is this person not coming again? 
I'll be there thinking about it. Then the Holy Ghost will bring knowledge to me. I don't know whether you get this. Then the Holy Ghost will bring knowledge to me. Then the Holy Ghost will say, This is the reason. This is the reason. This is the reason. And this is the reason. Then I said, Okay. Thank you, sir. I'm good to go. If I find out it is my fault, I'll quickly amend it. Am I talking to somebody? This is the problem of our generation. We don't sit down to take thoughts of our lives. We don't sit down to know the good that is happening. The evil that is happening. Why? Because if you don't actually think well, you will not get the right answers. The power of self-evaluation. Am I talking to somebody? The power of self-evaluation. There are sometimes God will let you know. Be careful and learn this principle. Learn how to go for personal retreats. Timmy, learn how to go for personal retreats. Learn. Learn how to go for personal retreat. Learn. Sometimes tell yourself that today I'm off. I'm not going to work. Let me let me off my phone small. For about the next three hours, I'm not calling anybody. I'm not picking any call. My phone is on a flight mode. For about one or three hours, you are there in your room. Personal retreat after praying. After praying, think. Because everything that is precious to God is hidden. Did you hear what I just said? Everything that is precious unto God is hidden. Anything that you see that belongs to God, which is so precious unto him, he has hid it. It It is hidden. Um, can you find gold on the street? Oh, let, let, I'm asking a question. Can you find gold on the street? Okay. 
can you find diamonds on the street also where, where are they now no no where, where where are they it is hidden beneath the earth right huh it is hidden beneath the earth right great let me ask any question your heart is precious to you right and it is precious to god i'm asking why didn't god put your heart in front of your forehead Why have God protected your sensitive organs? Because they are precious. So he has to hide it. Anything that is precious unto God is hidden. It's hidden. Anything that is precious is hidden. So even in God, the more God wants to honor you is by hiding you. Yes, in the kingdom. The more God wants to honor you is by hiding you. You might think the hiding is like a delay. But you might not think that God is actually hiding you because you are so precious that he he doesn't want you to come out so prematurely for you to die early. He will first hide you until you mature before he brings you up. Am, am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? I'm telling you. Anything that is precious is covered. Let me shock you. Do you know that according to scripture, when Abraham instructed his servant to go and marry for his son, Isaac, do you know that when Abraham went and, and uh, the servant went and took the, the woman and was bringing it to Isaac do you know what the Bible said when the lady got to the fields and he asked who is the man reading or meditating in the fields they said that is my servant that is my master Isaac as soon as he heard that that was the man he was about to marry do you know what he did check the Bible he covered himself. Ah, I'm teaching you the, the reason why that principle of unveiling a, a woman came. It is in the, in the Bible. Hey, 
don't be offended right can you hear me I'm coming to say something don't be offended oh it is in the Bible I don't know whether it's Genesis 22 or something somebody can check it up for me I've forgotten the verse in Genesis 22 or 23. (laughs) Check the verse for me. Rebecca veiled herself when she saw Isaac. The issue is that why shouldn't, why did she veil herself? Because Rebecca wanted to be so precious and unique in the sight of Isaac. Because of that, he covered her face. So if Isaac must know her, Isaac must take off the veil first before knowing her. The mystery is that any man that sees your face before unveiling it does not value you. I say, maybe I can't say me. The very day you allowed that beloved of yours to sleep with you, that was the day you lost your value before that beloved. In church, two of you will pretend as if you never knew yourself and now you want to unveil. So the, the mystery of unveiling in church, huh? have you seen that, that principle in wedding? The unveiling means that you've never seen that precious person before. So the mystery is that as I'm unveiling the face, he's, he, the person is now something which has been hidden that I'm now discovering. The value placed in it is more unique and precious. Genesis 24, right? Look at it. Then Rebecca lifted her eyes. When he saw Isaac, she, she demounted from her camel. For she had said to the servant, Who is this man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took a veil and covered herself. Did you see that? She took a veil and covered herself. She covered herself. Because she wanted to tell Isaac that Isaac, I'm very alarmed like a jewel. Before you take me, you have to unveil me. Before you get a gold, you have to dig deeper. <clears throat> Before you can find me, you have to unveil me. Most of us, we have already been unveiled before we entered into the temple. And we are deceiving God in front of the altar and in front of people. That was the very moment you lost your essence and importance as a woman in the sight of the man. Am I talking to somebody? That was the very day you lost that essence. The very day you lost that essence was that that particular thing you did. What am I trying to say? Sometimes in this life, cover yourself, hide yourself small. 
sit down and dig deeper into your own life as to find answers for your destiny. Dig deeper. John, in John chapter 5, in the book of John chapter 5, Peter said unto Jesus, Jesus, you know what? I have told all night, I've not gotten any fish. And Jesus said, that do you know what I have to do? Let's launch to the deep. Because deep always call it to the deep. So let's launch to the deep. Because that is where we can really catch the proper fish. Sit down and think deep. The real answers are actually in your thinking. Not in your talking. Some of you, you are just making noise. You are complaining every day. You are not thinking. If by now, you are thinking by what you should do next, the answer would have come. How do I maintain this relationship? The answer would have come. How did the lepers, the four lepers in 2 Kings 7 verse 1, verse 2 and verse 3, how did this, the lepers in 2 Kings chapter 7, how did they get abundance to the people of Samaria? How? They were thinking and started talking to themselves. Why do we people sit here and we die? Can't we at least move forward? Let's even try the camp of our enemies. When we die, let us die. It is better. They thought to a point that they come to oneness and said that let us make a move. Can't you grow to a point in your life that you are telling your life that I am tired of making or giving myself excuses? It is excuses in own power. Pray today, you said tomorrow, I'll pray. Fast today, you said tomorrow, I'll fast. Let me eat small. Are you not tired of the excuses you are giving to yourself? This is the reason why you are not rising. This is the reason you are not rising. For me, I am tired of giving myself excuses. I will wait unto the Lord until I see his face. If I don't see his face, I'm not eating. If I don't see his face, I'm not resting. If I don't pray until I see the hand of God in my situation, I am not resting. Some of us, this is the reason why we are in this level we are. We are not rising. Aren't you tired of laziness? You've slept even all this while. Up till now, you still want to have eight hours sleep. Are you not tired? Are you not tired? Do you, are you happy of what is happening in your life? Are you happy? happening around you. Are you happy with that? Only you, you have dated four people by now. What is wrong with you? And up till now, you don't know the reason why men keep living your life. Do you think it is everything that is demonic? Most of us, 90% of it is character-wise. An attitude. 
Have you stood down to really ask questions? Have you stood down to really find out the reason why certain things are not like that in prayer? Have you? Are you not tired of this kind of lazy kind of Christianity you are living? Are you not tired of that? Let me tell you something. Until you love your destiny more than sleep, you are not ready to rise. Oh, you can make it your quote for this day. Until you love your destiny more than sleep, you are not ready to rise. Until you love your life, your destiny more than sleep, I said, you are not ready to rise. for the prophecies you've been receiving daily. I thank God for the dreams you want to achieve. But lady, if you don't rise, if you don't rise to fulfill it, if you don't wake up to fulfill it, you would think even destiny hates you. You would think even in this life, it, everything is a scam. That, that is how destiny is. There are most of us we think that this life you just sit in your house and every promises of God will just happen like that. It is never possible. There are many of us that is what we think. And so far as they promise that I they prophesy that I'll marry, then I'll marry. Forget it. If this is the reason why you are still living like this, no, no wonder you are not married. I now understand the reason why you are not married. Because in this life, whatever you are looking for, 
have to be digged out through two things. Number one, through thinking and prayer. See me. Listen to what I am saying. All the things you are looking for, as it can be digged out with from by, by two tools. Number one is prayer. Number two is thinking. Sit down and think. You will know that there are many things. It is not which is your lifestyle. It is that act of laziness that is the reason why you are losing certain people. Do you know that even in ministry, I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Am, am I teaching somebody? tell you that's the first key this is the first key to enter into restoration because we we explain in the beginning that favor actually can bring restoration anytime God favors a man God brings restoration into the life of that man because of this, what God does is that then if favor actually brings restoration, then we must understand what we do to enter into restoration. Yes, we must understand what we do to enter into restoration. If you like, give me Joel chapter 225. I want to explain the last thing. Then we will pray. In the afternoon, we will continue with the first, the second point. Oh, talk to me. Joel chapter 225. Let, let, let me give you the principle of restoration. What actually restoration is given to us? The Lord said, I will give you back what you lost. I don't like this scripture. I want King James. He said, I will restore to you the what? <clears throat> no, 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 no. I will restore to you the what? The what? What is there? I will restore to you the what? The years. Please. Please. The years. Did the Bible say money? No. Did the Bible say money? Did the Bible say visa? Did the Bible say husband? What did the Bible actually say? The years. God does not restore husbands, wife. But God restores the years you wasted and made you lose that husband. He will restore so that you will correct but you will correct back whatever you lost. That is how God does it now. So the reason why he's restoring the years, when we talk about years, years sums, is, 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 is the totality of seconds, minutes, hours, a day, 
weeks, months, and year. Is it not true? And only a friend years know. May tell the way years. Years has seconds. Years, years has minutes. Years, it has days. It has months. It has weeks. And it has a, a, a year. I, I don't know whether you get it. So if God says I'm restoring the years, what God actually is saying that I'm restoring the times which you by the act of or by the actions of laziness, you lost certain precious things you were supposed to be having now. I'm restoring all those times so that you can work and get it back again. This is actually what God is saying. I know many of us who have been quoting that scripture. The Bible said that God said, I will restore all the years. You sit down in your room and think God is restoring years. He, he is restoring years, not your husband. Your beloved by now would have been married. It means that all the lifestyle. Have you seen now you are not praying? Have you seen now you don't even have time to read your Bible? Have you seen now you, you don't even have time to even be committed to the things of God? Do you know you are wasting the years? I mean, you are wasting the years. As you are wasting the years, do you know what God is doing? The enemy is also striking. And the enemy is also destroying things. So now you would think that your life is delayed. Not because of anything. You wasted all your times. And the enemy struck in and destroyed many things. So if God wants to restore. God will not restore what you lost. But God will restore the time. God will restore all the time of all those laziness. So that you can be serious to get back everything. He took away from you. So this is actually the principle of restoration. This is it. So it means that you lost a certain relationship that was about to end in marriage. I don't know whether you get it. You lost a certain relationship that was about to end in marriage. When God says he's restoring it, he is not restoring it with, with marriage. He's rest, restoring it with a man. And that man is restoring it. He wants you to work that relationship again and find out that this is what I did in my first relationship. That didn't make it actually work. This particular one, I'll make sure I will do this, I will do this, I will do this, so that this one will also not fail. This is where the power of thoughtfulness, the power of evaluation actually comes in. I don't know whether you get it now. So this is where the power of evaluation comes now. So you sit down, you've lost a former relationship, don't kill yourself. Sit down and think. What are the things I did? Did I pray? Did I really pray well before I accepted this person? Or I was just, you know, eager? Or I was just in hurry? What actually did I do wrong? Find it all out by thinking. Tenacity. My first relationship with, 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 with James. What did I do wrong? My, my, my second relationship with, with Johnson, what did I do wrong? 
my third relationship with with Samson, what did I do wrong? My fourth relationship with Thompson, what did I do wrong? Did I actually pray? What did I do? Did I actually give myself to him earlier that I should than I should? What did I do wrong? Did I actually do something? You you will find out that. Mm, did I say a very foolish language? I'm not supposed to say. By the time you realize all these things, you come to a realization that ah ah I've seen it. I've seen the reason why I I lost this relationship. So if God is restoring my years, God will not bring me marriage. God will bring me another man. So that all the things I couldn't do, I will begin to do it so that this particular marriage can be fulfilled. Am I talking to somebody? So that this particular marriage can be fulfilled. This is the wisdom in it. This is the wisdom in it. So this is the actual process of restoration. That is why I told you the first one is the power of self-examination and self-evaluation. That's the first thing. The restoration will come. But you need to know the things you did wrong and the things you did right so that you can correct it and it will not destroy the second one God is blessing you with. I thank God even for his word in Jesus mighty name. Amen.